Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everybody, it's Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. All right, so today we're going to talk about a subject that... A hot topic. um, Yeah, I'm not the best at. How to listen to opposing opinions without being defensive at work (laughs) or at home. (laughs) Anywhere. All right, you tell me. Oh my Lord. It's very challenging. I'm going to start with that. It depends on what the subject is. Well, yes, sure. but there are many. It seems like these days there are a lot of hot topics. Well, political is very hard, but if it's about cottage cheese, I'm okay. <laughs> if we have differing opinions. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing is that it begins with um, understanding that opposing opinions could have some value period. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the first thing that you have to do about without being defensive is to say, okay, instead of being um, shocked that someone has a different opinion from yours or disgusted that someone has a different opinion from yours, that you have to be like, okay, this is part of the process. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. not all going to agree. Opposing opinions could actually bring some value Mm -hmm. to this overall discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it does open you up to think a little differently. Yeah. Sure. On the on the topic, and yeah. especially when we're so polarized right now. I mean, why are we so polarized? I don't really understand that. I mean, we're right. so polarized, mm-hmm. and that's not helpful. That's right. No. Well, and I was going to say the second thing is do everything the opposite of social media because mm-hmm. the way now, or you could say media of all kinds, is doing things. The way we're doing things now along media lines is only listening to what we agree with and what we believe mm-hmm. in yes. and own, and also trash-talking anyone who doesn't agree with us. Right. So it's like we ha- we're in a system right now, I think, that makes listening to opposing opinions challenging, period. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the third thing I thought about is to remember that people are not their opinions. They're not? (laughs) No, they are not. (laughs) They aren't. Um, And, but at work in particular, I think, you know, if you've got someone who you you say is like Bob or Barbie, the complainer, right? And you've got them labeled as something and they're offering up an opinion. It's really important to try to just hear that opinion as a thought, mm-hmm. not, oh God, that's that person's opinion again. Mm-hmm. I hate all their opinions. They're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So that's what I meant is that people are not their opinions, nor their opinions are not them. And to try and pause and consider that another perspective just could add a little value. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I use at home. <laughs> you sure, you're just, you're pulling, sure you want to say? Pulling from real life experience now. Well, actually, I do two things. I look for common ground, shared values, and uh, I develop healthy coping mechanisms. What does that mean? Well, for me, it usually means zipping my lip because Uh when I hear an opinion that I really don't agree with, I want to bark back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, to keep my lip zipped, I have to do some deep breathing 
And then I have to try to, again, separate, detach. We always talk about this, right? right? Separate what's going on with all of the emotions that I have invested in the subject matter. And I would imagine in work, you know, if I, well, actually, we can recount when, remember the first, the very first book written, Mm-hmm. going indie when we had our very first editor come to give us critiques and mm-hmm. I was practically bawling in the, on the, yeah. <laughs> the meeting because I, I did. Kathy, Kathy was just Kathy was listening, great. Taking it. Kathy's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And I'm yep. like, <laughs> you know, I didn't like that individual because I didn't like the message right okay. at the time. Oh, yeah. She never likes editing or yeah. that, that somebody would differ from. Yeah. Right, I don't care. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I've had to learn to detach, you know, mm-hmm. to pull back and say, okay, this is just more information. This is someone who's trying to improve the situation or add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. And to do that, I, I personally have to practice my breathing. I have to try to just look at the situation from a more objective place and just try to take in what's being said. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to want to use humor yes. when it gets heated because yeah. for me, I want to break the tension because it's not that important. Yeah. I mean, unless we're talking about whether I should have my kidneys replaced. I mean, you know, <laughs> right, we're right, just talking right. about whether you like the debates or, you know, we're just talking about that. I, yeah. It's not that important to me. Right. So I will make a joke. And um, it is very difficult, though, to listen to certain opinions that I think are um, again, this is my opinion, yeah. or laced with hatred or, or other things that I find offensive. Sure. Um, That's but very it's very, very difficult to uh, stay calm. Mm-hmm. But I know that by getting upset, that will upset the other person more. That's mm-hmm. right. And that, do- that really doesn't solve anything. So I avoid them. <laughs> I just avoid people. Avoid the people works. with opposing opinions. Not opposing opinions. It's more than that. Opinions um, you don't like. Opinions that I find offensive, yeah. but mm-hmm. in terms of just like everyday different opinions, I mean, so I had this one at home yesterday where, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have a soda stream and I was making the soda and it didn't make this one sound that everybody in the house insisted I didn't make it right because it didn't make this particular sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I said, when you're at the end of the canister, it doesn't make that sound. It's very good. Drink it. Oh, they argued and argued with me. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I made them taste it, and it was fine. So the point was, you I, were right. I, I was not going to give up. I yeah. mean, I, sometimes I do throw my hands up, and I go, okay, enjoy. Yeah. You know, yes, have your yes, opinion. Yes. It really doesn't affect me or, yes. you know, see where that gets you. Or, you know, I don't it, – it, I can let it go a lot of times. Right. But – um yeah, it's hard. It's well, I think it is very hard. Do you have any techniques that you use, Logan? <laughs> Avoidance is a big one, or I'll just shut up, say, hmm, or interesting. Yes. Um, uh-huh. I'll try not to really interject or throw in my opinion too much, especially if I feel like my opinion is not going to be heard right. by the other person. Right. It's so, like, to the other side of what my... Uh, opinions or thoughts are, then I'll just say, okay, I'll just be a listener and an observer. Yeah. You know, my husband worked in a hospital for many years in a very political, super political environment. And since he, I can't do this because I don't have a beard, but he would do this gesture (laughs) where he'd put it, you know, rub his Uh, chin, like, hmm, that kind of thoughtful thing Mm -hmm. when he was listening to someone who he totally didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. And what he told me, which I think is also true, similar to what you're talking about, is it's at least creating a pause for you. 
Um, sometimes right. you can't necessarily join the conversation, especially if you're feeling defensive. I think sometimes you have to wait for another opening mm-hmm. of sorts. The other thing that I was thinking about is um, in finding the common ground, let's say if it's a work situation and someone's saying that they have the absolute answer to something, I think that part of it is that you do have to reflect back that you've heard what they're saying. No, that's mm-hmm. like more active listening, right? Yeah. So you believe that the only way to service our customers is under these conditions. And if we don't meet these conditions, it's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And if they say yes, then you could say, okay, I hear that. I'm, I'd like to introduce this other point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, again, takes a certain kind of self-possession. Yes. Which I don't always have. And not getting activated. So sometimes it's better to put a pause in. That's right. Yeah. You know, and say, all right, look, I've got to go mail a package or (laughs) I have to go. Send out an email. Yeah, I just remembered I have to call somebody. So, you know, and go cool off and come back and reintroduce it. Yeah. So taking a pause can sometimes. But it's very difficult to work with people that think differently than you, unless it's useful. Yeah. Right. Like you were saying at the beginning, sometimes it is mind expanding and sometimes it's really good to have your assumptions challenged. Yeah. But when it's constant and it's really not helpful. That's the bigger challenge. You know, some people argue to just to be right or to be different, to be contrary. That's very, very difficult. But I think what you were saying, Kathy, which is interesting, is that when you get emotional, it doesn't help the situation. And that's the thing to understand almost from a, you know, winning perspective. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, it's not going to serve me to either lash out or shut down or do something that's highly defensive in this conversation. It's not going to forward my agenda. But yes, sometimes I may need a pause. Maybe I need to go away from it and say, let's meet again at another time or let's bring this, let's ha- revisit this at another time. And then I can collect my thoughts and maybe the other person will also neutralize because it's two people who are probably feeling strongly about something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to say that I had a, a moment, a, a teaching moment or a learning moment. I was taught something um, when I agreed with something that my husband said, and he said, I can't believe you actually agree with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, because you never agree. And I realized in his experience, <laughs> I rarely agree with him. So yeah. I, re- I realized like, gosh, and maybe that's a, there's a final tip. When you do agree with this person who constantly has different opinions from you, say it. Say it. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Because I do think that you can be viewed, I personally am viewed <laughs> mm-hmm. as a contrarian. Yes. Oh, my God, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the company. Right. Oh. <laughs> not here not here uh yeah. all right so this is just something to think about to yeah. think mm-hmm. about how do you handle somebody that thinks very differently um, you know is it the person in your office that you just avoid at all costs mm-hmm. you know how do you handle it and <clears throat> can you challenge the way you handle it so we can all get along better <laughs> that's right yes. finding the common ground yes. in all this craziness yeah let's bring ourselves together yeah. to uh, get along yeah. That's what we need. That is what we need. And that's it for this My Crazy Office Overtime. Join us next time. And between now and then, happy listening. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at Key Squared Studios. Stay crazy. <laughs>